Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Hope everybody had a happy holiday weekend and are all rested up and ready to go, preparing for the first game week of the 2021 season. The Seahawks taking on the Indianapolis Colts coming up on Sunday. I just finished recording our preview episode with Stephen of Stampede Blue, so look forward to that a little bit later this week. We've got a lot coming at you, starting with the press conference from Monday from Pete Carroll. On Monday, we heard from our head coach about the return of Dwayne Brown, as well as some recent Seahawks transactions, among other things. Here's what Carroll had to say when asked about Brown's chances of playing on Sunday. Well, he's ready to go. He's ready to go, and uh, we're pleased to have him. Um, in, in all in all, in the camp that uh, he was able to put forth, he did all the learning. He's really healthy. He's really healthy right now, and, and uh, I'm really uh, thrilled about that for him. And uh, was one of the things we realized, you know, about the process of it that we we would not wear him down at all during camp, and and uh, like any player, and so he's he's got fresh legs coming. He uh, he wants to play tight end, so I don't know. We probably won't get that chance, but he's asking. You know, now that I hear Pete say it out loud, I kind of want to see Brown playing some tight end, but like he said, not going to happen. And when asked for more details, Carol was tight-lipped about Brown's contract situation. We're, we're really ready to play football right now. That's that's where we are. And uh, everything that needed to be taken care of is taken care of, and away we go. So this leads me to think it's not an extension, maybe some more money. If it were a contract extension, we would have seen an announcement from an agent. Somebody threw the news by now. But moving on to some news about some other key team leaders, the Seahawks players re-elected Russell Wilson. Bobby Wagner, and Nick Ballore as team captains by an overwhelming margin, according to Pete. They've really stood for consistency in, in, at, on the highest level. Um, and not just, you know, that they make a lot of tackles, they make throw a lot of touchdown passes. It's in everything that they bring and do and what they represent. Uh, they're, they're really uh, the real deal. And uh, they're the leaders chosen for a number of years, but yet they're the reason... Uh, the leaders chosen for a lot of great reasons too. And these guys believe in them and they look up to them and they count on them. Uh, they count on their word and, uh, and they trust the heck out of them. And uh, we're very, very fortunate to have them. Nick Pallor has just been a, a fantastic guy to, to step into this role a year ago. And, and, you know, the guys really look to him too. So we've got real wisdom in, in our leadership and, and uh, it's really all you can hope for. Before we dip into some transaction news, here's what Carol had to say about the battle for the nickel corner spot between Marquise Blair and Ugo Amadi? Uh, you'll have to wait and see. Ugo's done a great job, really. Ugo's done a fantastic job in, in, at this point and, and only did better than he had done in the year past. Came back very experienced. Uh, Marquise is really just totally on the rise. Uh, you know, I think he, he might have gotten 17 plays or something, I think it was, in, in preseason, so it's not a lot. You know? So uh, he's working his way back into it. And he ain't happy with not playing. He wants to get out there and he's going to fight like crazy. And, and Oog's going to do everything he can to not let him take the job. So it's a very competitive spot and we're in great shape there. Moving on to transaction related news. The Seahawks now have two unvaccinated players as the roster continues to be tweaked with. The team only had one unvaccinated player during training camp. And after talking to Stampede Blue, uh, just go over there and check out the news surrounding their team. Two players, incredibly minor considering what the Colts organization is working with right now. We'll talk about it in the preview episode coming up with the Colts. The, the takeaway, though, is it has the potential to be a big impact. But here's Coach Carroll talking about how it relates to the Seahawks. 
We have, uh, we've been at one guy the whole time um, doing the process. And so we've had great participation. There's a, you know, there's, everybody's got their stories and, and uh, um, I'm really pleased with everybody's contribution and all that. So we've had a ton of guys that have made that. The other way I look at it, like everybody but a couple. So you still just have one guy or two guys or? We're two right now. I don't mind telling you. One of the players who has come in as a result of recent roster moves is quarterback Jake Luton. Here's what Carroll had to say about him. Yeah, our coaches really liked him and, and uh, arm strength, um, uh, competitiveness, smarts, um, playmaking. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a really good talent, and so we're excited to see how he does. Um, you know, when Sean Mannion was here, he showed us a lot of stuff, you know, and, and uh, in, that, in a similar style. And so um, you know, it's kind of a natural force to go this way. One other recent signing was former Baylor basketball player Mark Vital who was added to the practice squad as a tight end. It's really his competitiveness, just his talent athletically. He's, he's an extremely uh, ferocious competitor. Um, he's got natural talent as far as catching the ball and, and, and all hand-eye stuff is excellent. Uh, catching range is excellent. Um, he's got a million things to learn. And, but we thought we'd take a shot and see, if, see how he goes and, and uh, see if he's able to pick it up. He's going to have to you know, pick things up quickly because otherwise he'll, he'll, he won't catch up. So... Um, give him, you know, benefit of the doubt right now, and it's, it's as new as they can get. You know, I, I probably should call that eighth grade coach and just check out, see what he thought of him. You know, but I probably won't be able to track him down. The Seahawks made another tight end transaction on Monday. See, you're seeing why I could see Dwayne Brown playing a little tight end again. Not going to happen. But they brought up Tyler Mabry from the practice squad due to Colby Parkinson's injury. Parkinson will not play Sunday. And here's the rest of what Coach Carroll had to say about his recovery. He's on his way back. He just isn't going to make it yet. He's, he's um, you know, it's a, it's a foot injury that, that you just have to, you know, you just got to kind of work your way back at it and not overdo it and make sure we, we don't mess it up along the way. And so we felt like if we, if we don't have him available here, then we can get a couple of weeks to get him ready. Then that'll be really important so that when we get him back, he'll stay back. Um, he's why he runs every day. He's working hard at it, but he's, he's not up to full speed yet. And finally, let's hear what Carol had to say about two departing Seahawks starting with Akella Witherspoon. Just didn't, you know, uh, this time around and, and uh, another club wanted him. And, and uh, so we had the competition that we had coming up and coming in, uh, we were excited about and thought that would be the best way to go. From one player with a much shorter tenure with the team to perhaps the longest tenured Seahawks player of the Pete Carroll era. If you were on social media at all, the Seahawks posted official tributes to KJ Wright across their social media platforms on Monday, and Pete Carroll commented on the linebacker's legacy. KJ Wright has been an incredible Seahawk and uh, and been an uh, incredible man in the in this community as well. Um, there's there's there aren't enough words to talk about the kind of person that he is, the great competitor that he is, um, wonderful contributor. He's been to the program for ten years, you know, and and uh, we had a blast together. I, I love KJ and and. Uh, you know, we fortunately were able to, to, to the process, we stayed together on it and talked through it. And, and, uh, and, you know, he, he, as he made his decision, this was a good choice for him at this time. And, and so he jumped at it. Um, but I mean, KJ will always be, you know, I mean, he, I don't know how long he can play there, but he'll always be a Seahawk. I know. I know. I had to play it because it is news. And, uh, after KJ being here for so long, it is, it's just tough to think of him being in another uniform. But like Pete said, always a Seahawk.
A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. As I've been teasing throughout the episode, we are going to have a preview episode with Stampede Blue coming up later this week. We're also going to have an episode of Three In, Three Out coming up as well. But I'm still trying to figure out the exact schedule of how I'm going to fit everything in. There's just going to be a lot to look forward to this week. So be sure and stay tuned. Let your friends know. Subscribe to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts, or go to fieldgoals.com and click on the podcast button there. So that way you can listen in. Thanks again for tuning in. It is going to be a big week. So until next time, go Hawks. <laughs>